0: early 2024, and you'll definitely want to be there. You are listening to episode 60 of the Create What You Crave podcast, the one that explains why perfectionist daydreaming doesn't create the future you want. Welcome to the Create What You Crave podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hello, my friends. How are you? I am coming to you this week all sugared up. (laughs) I'm full of jelly beans and those candy-coated Cadbury chocolate eggs. Oh, my stars, people. You know, I'm really not a big candy eater at all. I eat that 85% organic dark chocolate. And I love that because it's got so much flavor, right? It's not super, super sweet. Because that uber sweet candy on the shelves in the grocery store just really isn't my thing. But oh my, my, those Cadbury eggs. What is up with that? They are so addicting. There is something about them that just brings me back to like being this little girl, running around hunting for my Easter basket. They're just velvety smooth milk chocolate on the inside, and they're coated with this hard shell that comes in pastel colors. I'm, I'm just saying, so, so, so good. <laughs> and then there's black jelly beans. I have loved those my entire life. I can't eat a ton of them, but oh, who are my black licorice lovers out there? There's got to be a lot of you, right? Let me know who you are. We are a tribe that knows what good candy is, right? And I am happy to report that I did not fall into any old habits of trying to put on the perfect holiday. That perfectionist derailer that I have had in the past did not enter into my orbit. And it felt amazing to just enjoy the day and be present. And that didn't just happen by chance, my friends. I did my own thought work around it before the day arrived. So today I want to share with you some of my own experiences with thought work and experiences I've had with my clients because I know you're experiencing the same things. You know, some of you have told me that you think I'm a mind reader because what I share here is exactly what you're going through. And I can assure you, I do not hold any special powers. (laughs) I just have the same human brain that you do, and I do use the thought model and coach myself on what my brain is serving up. I haven't always been that way, of course. Um, Before certification, I didn't know what the thought model was. And like most humans, I'd been on autopilot with my thinking and believed everything my brain told me. But after getting certified as a leadership and life coach, I had the tools I needed to help me manage my mind and shift those thoughts that were low value and didn't serve me. And I shifted those to high value ones. I use this tool truly every day with my clients and myself because the human brain requires managing. Otherwise, it just goes back to old patterns of thinking that are typically negative. So I study my own experience and my own mind, even when it's hard, especially when it's hard. And I don't have it all figured out. Nobody does. What I have are tools. And what my clients have are the tools that I teach them so that they aren't at the mercy of their old thought patterns that are ingrained for most of their lives. So in my mind, coaching is the thing. It is incredibly powerful. It really is. Whatever problem you have, I truly believe coaching is the answer. And that's because I use it on myself and I will continue to do so for the rest of my days on this planet. It's also because I see the transformational results of my clients. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because when I talk about perfection, and that's what I'm going to talk about today, we're going to talk about the P word. You may start to immediately think about yourself and blame and berate yourself and give up Believing that you can't change anything. You're just very stuck in this, you know, well, this is just how I think, or this is just who I am kind of thought pattern. And I know that if I can use this work to change, anybody can. I am not perfect, and neither are you. We are never going to be perfect. It doesn't exist in humans. No one is perfect, and no one ever will be. So we're talking a little bit about perfectionism, and I want to talk to you about a concept called perfectionist daydreams. (laughs) What in the heck? This is about daydreaming when you're going to be perfect, that moment that you're going to be perfect. And then when does that usually happen? It usually happens tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. It's somewhere in the future, right? And these are two different terms that we're going to look at because they're patterns. They're real thought patterns. And here's how I kind of think they work together. So a perfectionist daydream is a fantasy about you being perfect. That's just the bottom line. It can be in any area of your life. It's believing that if you were perfect in some area, so if you lost those 10 or 20 pounds, if you worked out perfectly, your arms would be buff and you wouldn't have that You know, flabby skin on the back of your arms. If you never made a mistake at work, if you never yelled at your kids, then you could finally be proud of yourself and be happy. And what's really sneaky about this is that often you don't even think you're being a perfectionist because your thought isn't, oh, I need to be perfect. Your thought is, well, you know, I just want to and I should work out five times a week or, you know, good parents don't yell at their kids or, you know, I just like my body better when I weigh less. You have all sorts of justification thoughts that make your perfectionist daydreaming seem like, you know, it's pretty reasonable. And yet you never achieve these goals, these things that you daydream about, and you usually don't even try. So you make these elaborate plans to do them and then you never start, or you start, and then the minute that you have a setback, you give up. That's because perfectionist daydreaming leads to what I have heard called tomorrow thinking. Tomorrow thinking is when you create a perfectionist daydream, and you tell yourself that you're going to start tomorrow, or next week, or next month, or even next year. Tomorrow thinking is the idea that we'll always start tomorrow, so we can do it perfectly. Whatever that is, right? Think about this. Diets and exercise, right? Oh my gosh, everybody does this. I've done this. I know you've done this. It's the most common thing our brains use this type of thinking with, right? How often have you heard yourself tell yourself, oh, you know what? You're going to work out tomorrow. And that's when your alarm has gone off and you hit the snooze button five times. <laughs> it's raining. I don't want to get up. I'll do it tomorrow. You know, I'll go, I'll go extra early, or you'll start eating better tomorrow. Or after the holiday season, or any number of excuses that are future based, right? The very definition of a perfectionist daydream is that it's a daydream. It's not reality. Today, what you're experiencing right now, that is your reality. Tomorrow is always unknown. We don't know what's happening tomorrow. We only know what's happening right now. And in your daydream of tomorrow, you're finally doing everything you should be doing. You're finally perfect, even if you don't use that word for it, right? It's all just so seductive, I think. And then because you have this unrealistic vision of success, you usually fail almost as soon as you start and you give up or more insidiously, you never start at all and live your whole life just using tomorrow thinking always thinking that tomorrow you're going to get to around to it, right? Tomorrow you're going to get started. Tomorrow you're going to clean out that closet. Tomorrow you're going to finally be perfect. And this cycle can become almost addictive where you get this hit of dopamine from imagining what it's going to feel like to be perfect and finally feel good about yourself. Now ironically, You create that feeling for yourself now when you're daydreaming with your brain. So remember from our thought model, thoughts create feelings. So the feeling that you desire when you think you're going to be perfect tomorrow, you're actually feeling today. You're feeling good about yourself. But the trap is you only feel that when you think you're perfect. And it's such a vicious cycle and one that never has a happy ending. Tomorrow thinking is a sign that you're not willing to be present with and love on the reality of your today. And it turns into a cycle that can last for years. I mean, it can become a whole way of life. And I see this in my clients. I've seen this in myself. I see this in friends. I mean, you know, this is a human condition, yeah? This is the cycle. And it creates so many avoidable consequences. I mean, first, you lose integrity with yourself. Have you ever really thought about that? Are, do you have integrity with yourself? Do you do what you say you're going to do? Maybe you do that with other people. Maybe you do that at work. Maybe you do that for family, friends. Do you do that for yourself? And second, you make it impossible to actually get some of these things done or to reach some of these goals because you refuse to create realistic plans that you can achieve. I mean, I think we would rather plan to do 15 things we can't do and then get that dopamine hit the night before, just imagining how fabulous it's going to feel, right? I mean, the plan and how great it'll be rather than just putting three things on the list. I got to tell you, I'm the poster child for this. (laughs) I would make to-do lists that would seem so unreasonable to anybody else, but my perfectionist expectations and daydream of being able to do it all was so ingrained that I spent years being frustrated and disappointed in myself and my inability to handle everything. I mean, I think that do-it-all is such BS, But women are socialized. We have to do it all. We should do it all in order to be successful. We have to do it all. And I'll tell you the bully in my brain, man, did she have a field day with me, kicking me when I was down and feeling all kinds of bummed out feelings because I didn't get this stupid self imposed list done, right? I think we would rather have that fantasy than deal with our own reality. And it might be because we withhold positive feedback from ourselves unless we achieve perfection, which, you know, we're never going to do. I know that my clients have such a hard time celebrating their achievements, saying nice things about themselves, because the bully in their brain is so used to telling them what they don't have, what they aren't achieving, what they're lacking. Does that sound like you? So our brain says, you know, hey, it's okay. I've told myself I'm you know, not allowed to feel good about myself until I'm in that perfect tomorrow. So of course, I just have to keep dreaming about it. And we keep making unrealistic plans because in imagining that unrealistic plan and indulging in our tomorrow thinking, that's the only time we allow ourselves to have any positive emotion about ourselves. It's actually your self-criticism that has created this kind of messy situation. Constantly telling yourself negative things about yourself, criticizing yourself, is what makes you want to be perfect just to get a little respite, just to get a break from those thoughts. So my friend, how do you break this cycle? Because it sucks. Let's just be real about it. It does. It just sucks. You're going to want to Think and learn how to think thoughts that you don't currently believe so that you get different results and achieve different things. You want to dream big and set big goals. You have to plan what you're going to do to get there. And you have to practice believing in the person you're becoming. And that all sounds like, what? (laughs) But you have to practice believing that you can do these things that you haven't done before and become the woman you haven't become yet. That takes practice. Make sure you're creating a goal that makes you feel excited. And if I'm being honest, a little like you're going to (laughs) vomit. Nauseous and scared. That is a great pair for achieving goals that matter to you. I'm serious about this, right? Right. That's how you know it's not a perfectionist goal. You don't feel only positive emotions. It's not in this fantasy land, magical thinking kind of thing. And you won't know all the steps to get there. And that's okay. Because success is not linear. You're going to take two steps forward, maybe one back. You're going to zig and then zag, all the things. These goals require belief in yourself and your ability to achieve it every step of the way. So give yourself a chance to acclimate to this because of course your perfectionist brain is going to say, well, you should be able to do this right out of the shoot. You should do it perfectly your first try. Oh, wrong. Don't listen. Practicing the minimum baseline, which means making small go- goals and practicing sticking to those because that requires you to be present in your own life. And you know what? You're going to have to wrestle with all of your negative self-talk and to really do your thought work to allow for and embrace creating change with small, consistent actions. Your brain's not going to want to do this. It's going to argue. It's going to, you got to practice. It's going to want to rebel. Listening to that brain is how you got here. So listen to me instead, (laughs) okay? I'm telling you the truth. You know I've got your back. You know I love you. Practice making a small plan so you can actually stick to it. Doing that is everything. Your brain is going to tell you, it's too small. Don't even worry about it. It's not worth it. Wrong. Doing that is everything. We have to learn to crawl before we can walk. We have to walk before we can run. It is how you learn to build reliability and integrity within yourself. It's how you learn to stay present in your real reality, not the fantasy part, right? It's how you learn to deal with your negative thoughts about yourself and then change them. So if you're focused about the future perfect you, you are never learning to love the you that actually exists now which is the only you that you have, my friend. Now, the irony is that learning to do this is what's going to allow you to actually become the person that you want to be. If you have goals for yourself that you're not achieving, I can almost guarantee that this is why. And if that's the case, I want you to schedule a discovery call with me today, like ASAP so that you can learn how to quit this daydream life and learn how to create the career and life you truly crave. It is that important. All right, my friends, until next time, remember, I believe in you.